0: Thanks for joining us for our look at the wineries and history of the Spring Mountain Appalachian. On this beautiful afternoon high atop Spring Mountain, I'm joined by Matt Sherwin of Sherwin Family Vineyards. Matt, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. It's just... uh... It's great to be up here on top of the mountain
0: today and um, you know doing the podcast right here on Spring Mountain. Tell me where Sherwin family Vineyard sits up or down from where we sit right now here at Paloma
1: yeah so we're a little bit further down the road from uh, from Paloma here we're um, we're right over next to Barnett Vineyards and Pride Mountain Vineyards so we sit at about two thousand feet elevation and so we're pretty much at the tip top of spring mountain and um really a, a special place up here and and just a fun spot to to work in the vineyard and in the winery as well mm-hmm. and how long have you been at that location so we've been up here on spring mountain since 1996 and um and started out as uh, our whole property was just forest at that time and my folks had the idea to Come up here and and plant vines just to sell the fruit to neighboring wineries that were up here at the time. And ended up uh, wanting to mess around and make a little bit of wine. And next thing you know, built a winery and have been doing it ever since. Mm -hmm. And tell me a little bit about the wines themselves. So we're known for our estate Cabernet. And that's the wine that we've been making since 1996. And as time has gone on, um, the second wine we started producing is a fun red blend that we produced, and it's it's called Cellar Scraps, and that's our that's our fun wine of the bunch. It's predominantly Cabernet, but uh, but we do splash a little bit of Merlot, Cab Franc, and Petite Sirah in there. So mm-hmm. it's um it's our red blend that uh, that's come pretty darn popular. And how many acres do you have planted
0: up there at Sherwin?
1: So we our property is thirty acres in total. And we farm 16. So mm-hmm. we have 16 under vine. And, and that's one place that we kind of hang our hat is uh, my dad and I manage the vineyards ourselves. My dad, Steve Sherwin. And, um, and we make the wine ourselves and everything as well. So it's great to keep everything in from one, from one source and really have your hand in every portion of the operation. And is the winery open to the public? We're open by appointment only. Mm-hmm. So... You, we're open seven
0: days a week and can come visit, just give us a ring. Give us a little word picture of what it's like coming to visit at Sherwin Family Vineyards on a day as beautiful as this one. So our property is nestled in a little bowl and it
1: the center of our property is about a four acre pond that has a fountain in it and everything. And and sitting at the winery, you can pretty much see the whole property. All the vineyard blocks the pond and, and everything that, that goes with it. So it's um, really a, a picturesque site to to come and spend an afternoon and have a picnic, drink some wines, and,
0: uh, and enjoy your afternoon. How has the property changed since your family bought it in 96?
1: So since since we acquired it in 96, it has changed a lot. But once the vineyards were planted and the winery was developed, right around right around 2000 was when we finished the winery. It's pretty much been the same ever since. So we designed it to have a really homey feel. Um, actually, in fact, my folks started out doing tastings at our house in the beginning. And then after a while, um, decided to build a tasting room. And so the tasting room feels a lot like, like our home. So it's not a, not a walk up and stand there while you taste wine. Mm-hmm. It's very much a, a relaxed setting to sit down and and uh, have that real homey feel. Mm-hmm.
0: And talk a little bit about why Spring Mountain. When your family purchased the property, why did they pick this particular property on Spring Mountain? So at that time,
1: we we were originally from Walnut Creek area down in the East San Francisco Bay. And we my dad was... Tired of it getting really busy down there, and wanted to make a make a change and raise us kids in a smaller town and really wanted to get back into farming from what he originally did and um, and so coming up and looking around napa, they were looking all over the place, and he one of his mentors is of now a fifth generation grape grower and um, and so they used to sit down and have cocktails and a glass of wine here and there. And, and he said, you know what, Steve, you ought to look up in the mountains. That's where the big cabs are coming from. And, and so started looking around in the mountains, up on Howe Mountain, up on Spring Mountain, and just really fell in love with the area up here. And at the time, going into our property, it was all dirt road and gravel and, um, and really out there. And so my folks, they had a vision and still to this day, I mean, having a property with a bunch of trees, it's tough to have that vision, but they did and, um, and produced, uh, you know, produced the vineyard and have just been doing it since then.
0: And talk about your personal decision to stay with the family business. You know, there are so many kids that grow up here today and then can't wait to go somewhere else, not all of them come back, not all of them take up the family business. Tell us a little bit about why you did. Yeah, that's uh, always in the beginning, you know, you hear people say, oh, it's in my
1: blood. And you think, ah, you know, how, how could that be? How could you just really, you know, be brought into something and grow up with it and feel a need to stay within the, the business. But um, But after going off to college and Working in another industry for about a year, it really hit home. I thought, "What am I doing here? I need to get back and get some dirt on my feet and you know and start start making wine with with my old man and um, so ever since then, I've just dove in head first and it 's been great doing that one you know with the family and two, just learning a ton about the wine industry in general and and learning to farm. In the mountains. It's not, uh, not the easiest place to to farm, but, um, but definitely does make some complex... Uh... What,
0: what makes it harder up on Spring Mountain?
1: So the the change in, uh, in Terroir from, you know, just from different areas of the property, I mean, the elevation change just within our property is probably, you know, right around 200 feet or so. And we have areas that are just pure rock, other areas that are lush soil and... Um and so really having different microclimates on the property one and different soil types, it's it definitely keeps you moving.
0: Do you and your family have plans to expand to do more plantings?
1: You know, our property is pretty much fully planted. So we're our plans are to stay right around thirty five hundred cases that we produce now. And um, you know, I know it's it's small by NAPA standards, but uh but Definitely
0: enough to keep us busy. Talk about where the wines are available. So we
1: are mostly direct to consumers. So we only distribute in about four states. And so to get our wines, you pretty much have to come out and see us or or give us a call.
0: Given that, give your website information and how people can get in touch with you, Matt.
1: Yeah, so um, our website is SherwinFamilyVineyards.com, and if you guys check out the website, it's it's a great spot to see some pictures, also see some of the wines we have available, and, and that has all of our
0: information. And as someone that grew up here in the Valley, and you've certainly seen and explored all parts of it, I suppose... What is it that makes Spring Mountain special? Spring
1: Mountain is really special and unique, one because of the picturesque location and being way up here on the mountain. It definitely makes you feel removed from the the hustle and bustle of um, you know of your average day down in the valley, but also is the people, the wineries, and the camaraderie up here. Everybody works together. We're all small family-owned wineries, which is, uh, which is pretty hard to find in other areas of the valley these days.
0: And no doubt you've seen a lot of changes here just in your short time here.
1: Definitely. My uh, short 20-some-odd years here, it's, we've seen a lot of change. I think when we moved here, there was, if I remember right, about 175, 180 wineries in all of Napa Valley. And now there's over 500 and something wineries. So it's definitely grown a lot. um, but, uh, But Spring Mountain
0: hasn't changed much. Matt Sherwin, Sherwin Family Vineyards. Matt, thanks so much for talking to us and sharing some of your story. Thank you for having me.